Yes, 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 Mr. H. Yes, 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 Mr. B. All right. So, the first episode of Not What You Think. Not What You Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's happening? What's your week been like? Uh, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I know you've not been well in the past week or two. Yeah, I mean, had some weird gastric flu thing. Took me out for a while. Wasn't very pleasant. Couldn't really hold any food down. Bit messy. Some dodgy kebab. No, man, I don't eat dodgy kebab. I lie, man. Some, <laughs> some dodgy pork kebab you had, didn't it? No, brother, I don't eat no dodgy pork kebab. <laughs> Trust me. Anyway, we're here. Mr. B, Mr. H, a.k.a. Llewellyn, a.k.a. Afro Blue. What other a.k.a.s are there? Uh, Vortex. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mr. Mr. A and P. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few different aliases. You know what? I've never had no AKAs, man. I've just been just plain old Kevin. Well, I mean, I used to call you Mr. K, K Brown back in the day. K Brown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're here, me, you. We've actually got one more guest in the in the lab, which is a uh, Buster. Buster, Mr. Buster in the background. Yeah, he's 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 there in the background so doing what he does. So you might hear Buster. He might make some mm, sounds or <laughs> start barking. Yeah, we'll try and keep that at a minimum. Yeah, Buster don't like me, man. What, what do you mean, Buster don't listen, like Listen, Buster is never like me, man. Yo. <laughs> listen, one time you had a birthday party, yeah? Yeah. And Buster was cool with everybody in this party. Okay. He, he used to give me, he gave me that that every time. But, okay, let's explain who Buster is. Who's Buster, Mr. Mr. H? Okay, Mr. B. Buster is my dog. Your dog. What kind of dog is he? He is a Snappy Cross. Okay. And uh, he's a lovely dog. Very good looking dog. Yeah, I mean, he's a real people person. <laughs> he just don't like Jamaicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. He don't like me, man. So Buster's in the other room in the back just chilling. Um, but we might hear him every now and then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He might make a little noise. But uh, we'll try, like I said, we'll try and keep that to a minimum. So I, I was thinking, it's almost, I've known you for like almost 22 years. You know, it was, about, it was around this time, 21, 22 years ago we met. Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, it's been a few years. Still, it, it? It's been a few years, it's, man. There's a good years. Do, do you remember the first time you saw, we, you met me? Um, I'm going back, right, my brain is going back. It would have been when we did Roots and Boots. Roots and Boots. It was a black pantomime. Yeah. And we both turned up at the audition. No, no, no. I didn't. I turned up late. I turned up, remember, because I wasn't even going to be in it. And then... Oh, yeah. No, that's true. Who was I there with then? Who did I... Who was I talking to first? Maybe it was... Steve, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. it was Steve I was talking yeah. to first. And then... Yeah, yeah. You did come late, actually. Yeah, okay. Late. <laughs> I remember walking in, seeing you there, and you started... And like... I, I don't really know too many nuts rappers at the times and I like, came in, introduced myself and you started rapping and I was like, right, this brother can rap. Man. Is it? Like, yeah. Back in the day, old school. You started doing some speed things. And then over the years, lived together, worked yeah. together. I mean, in different aspects. Friendship group. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a real strong friendship we have which is good which is very very good i mean it is something we've been there for each other through like i'd say thick and thin yeah hard I mean, times or good times yes yeah, definitely going out and you know but yeah um so tell me about you mr i thought you know what we, we haven't got any special guests this week so first first time we're doing this and we will have special guests in the future but i thought you know what we could do on our first episode, it's like kind of just introduce each other, like get each other's backstories. Okay. You know, okay. what 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 <laughs> nuts means to people, how okay. you ended up in nuts, were you born in were you born in nuts, were you raised whatever. I, I mean I know your story, but I know some of the listeners won't know exactly your story. So nuts, what how how did nuts happen for you? What what's your story? How did nuts happen for me? Okay. Yeah. So originally I'm from Leicester. Um, 
kind of grew up in the countryside, was uh, in the care system. Uh, I moved to Leicester. I didn't stay in Leicester for too long. And uh, my biological mother and father both lived over here, so I kind of made my way over to Knott's, really. Um, there was a few back and forths, went to a few different cities, um, but I ended up being here because <laughs> a lot of my family are here. So, yeah, I ended up being here. See, I, f I find your story fascinating at times. Like, you know, as a, as a black man, growing up in the country there's not too many <laughs> too many black people in the country still so that must have i mean for you i suppose that's normal because that's what you knew as a, as a child yeah, growing i mean up. It, it was what it was there was i didn't really overthink it it was just what it was like you say it was my normality so, yeah i mean yeah it was interesting when i came to the city and i was more involved with i would say black culture um, but I was very intrigued about my own blackness growing up in the countryside, and that was a problem to my foster parents. In in what way? What do you mean? Um, just some of the music I listened to. So I would listen to a range of different black artists, so everything from Arrested Development to N.W.A. to De La Soul, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, the N.W.A. stuff. <laughs> Caused a problem. <laughs> so what are you, when they start talking, using the N word and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean. So what was what was? I mean, your parents, your your foster parents. Yeah. So they were Italian, is that right? Well, no. The, my foster dad was Italian, and my foster mum was half French, half Scottish. Okay. Um, and yeah, that was interesting in itself because they, my foster father, um, and my uncle Bill, uh, both fought in the war, the Second World War. So. They were that age. Yeah, yeah. So they were more like grandparent yeah. age. You know, because I'd mean? say that's a generation above my parents' generation. Yeah, de you know? most definitely above my parents. Most definitely, that is like my grandparents' age. Yeah. Um, well, even my biological granddad was only born in thirty-two. So yeah, he was very young. So what, what, yeah. around, what year was your, like, grandparents, what kind of, were they, like, their early 20s they would have been born, or uh, the late teens, late 19, 19? Yeah, I suppose so. I, I don't know, I think I'd have to go and ask my mum. I used to know a lot more. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know my granddad was born in 32, and that's my dad's dad. Yeah. But I think my grandma, my mum's mum, was born a little bit earlier. Um, but I'm not too hot on the date. <laughs> I suppose as well for me knowing you, yeah. one of I mean music has been a big influence on definitely on your life more so on your life than mine because like music's your thing you know I, I like I love listening to music but you love I mean the, that intro track that you heard, um, Mr H made that track and <laughs> um, he's made many more I know drum and bass is one of your forties hip hop is one of your forties um, but I remember when I first met you. And you know when you're younger, yeah. you kind of stereotype stereotype yourself into certain music. So like most young black men my age, yeah, not all, but most would have been listening to R and B and hip hop, and yeah. that, and I was one of those. You know, I come to you now, and you're popping Nirvana, and you're <laughs> popping some indie, some Yo. and listening to hip hop, and listening to you, you know, so like so reggae. Bashman. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm meeting you in your, you know, my memory used to live on, um, what was it in Facebook? Oh, Beach Avenue. In Beach Avenue, oh, and you're yeah. popping tunes, and you're, and, and I'm like, yo, come this brothers listening to this, this kind of, you know, and it kind of broadened my horizons because like music's music, isn't it? Music is music. For me, music is a great way to express yourself. It's a great way to visualize stuff it's a great way to motivate yourself music can make you happy sad it can make you think about things you don't want to think about it's good music is good um but yeah for me having a varied music taste is a must it's yeah a, it's yeah it's a must as someone that creates music MCs, raps um does the whole performance art thing for me, having a varied taste in music is a must. So, as a musician, yes, 
what you're saying about today's music, man, because I, I, I've kind of stopped listening to music. And then when I do listen to music, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I appreciate and I, and I get some of the youngsters, but I, I just find today's music it's sometimes a little dark. I can't feel the drill and I can't, you know. So yeah, I mean, again, for me, it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I kind of agree with you on that. The beat-wise, beats are amazing. Mm. They they really kick, they really bang, they're really heavy, and I really enjoy them. But content, content and lyric, no, it's not good. But again, it's all to do with what people know. Yeah, some people are faking it. <laughs> some people are faking it. They're they're not living that life, but there are those that are. Um, again, it's no different to when I was a teenager. N.W.A. Think about it. Yeah, but okay then. So N.W.A. Yeah, they had they always they always had a message, you know. Um, it was conscious. It was the the black power thing, and um, whereas I, I find that I mean it's okay. You always have music for fun, don't you? But I, I find that some of the music today. It, I mean, I, I suppose we're getting old, aren't we? It is that, and it isn't that. I mean. Um... I try to keep myself current with what's going down in music, but again, there's there's certain raps, gangster raps that I don't listen to back from the nineties because mm. of the content. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I enjoy the beat, I enjoy the flow, the cadence of the rapper, but what you're talking about just doesn't appeal to me. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to listen to it. And then that's the same with modern, certain modern things like drill. Love the beats. The beats are banging. But what you're talking about puts me off. Okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit now. So are there is there any kind of newer music or newer artists that you think, you know what, I like this brother or sister, you know. or it, That could be from nuts or even like, you know, mainstream rappers that, mm. are, you know. Mm. I mean, again... I'm quite biased with certain things. Um, I think I I may have to get back to you on a later date with the, that that information. I, I've heard something that as like like I said, I don't tend to listen to too much music anymore, which is a shame because I do love music. Mm. But I, I I heard an album the other day, and I loved it. You know, um, and I didn't love her, her earlier stuff, but. I listened to her album and it just the storytelling and everything. I haven't heard a black female album this good, probably since like the is it Estelle? Yeah. Do you remember Estelle? Yeah. 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 American boy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. this artist, Lil, Lil Sims, I listened to her album the other the other month and uh I was so impressed. I was so impressed with the content, the beats. Mr. H are they're amazing, you know, so uh, maybe after I'll give that a listen. Yeah, then, give that a listen. Um, uh, later show we'll we'll discuss that. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So Nottingham. Yes, Nottingham. Do you love Nottingham? What 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 is it about? Why did you stay? Um. Okay. Why did I stay? Um. So I would have been around nineteen when I met you. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I was twenty-four when no, I met no, you. No, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. Way before me. Let me go back. I would have been nineteen when I had my first Ute. Yeah. <laughs> And then I would have been in my twenties when I met you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, having kids that made me stay, um, and family. Um, again, by that time I would have already done my first performance at the Nottingham Playhouse, so that was a big influence on staying. What was that? Uh, that was Fresh. Um, I did. A, yeah, I did a play with, uh, so DJ Fever would have been in it. Um, DJ is one that I'd like to speak to, you know, we've got to get yeah, him on we'll here. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. get him on the show. Um, Joseph Hall, he yeah. was in it. Yeah, uh, Big Dancer. Big Dancer, was on the TV and uh, what, what, what was the programme? He was on quite a few, he's been on, because it's, I think he was on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, no, but, he went on with the whole like dance crew, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. but he's done a, a few, he won one, didn't he? I can't remember what that was, it was like... Um, like a kind of a strictly come dancing kind of thing, but yeah. He won that y years ago. Um, um, who else was Leah Chillery? So, um, yeah, she's like a playwright and has done various bits and bobs. Uh, was in a company with her, yeah. Um, Bobby DeSange, yeah, he was in it. He's 
went off to London and became a superstar. A, well, no, not a superstar, <laughs> but a good stage actor. Yeah. Um, who else was in it? There was a few. There was a few people. There was a few people in it. But yeah, that was my. my t- I mean, sixth form. I did performance arts. Yeah. Um, did a bit of music at school, and design photography. Obviously, like I say, left. <laughs> at my first you met you, but like I say, but before then, I'd already just done various bits and bobs with the Nottingham Playhouse. So that was a very big influence on me staying around because I enjoy acting. So do you consider yourself a Leicester boy or Nottingham boy? Uh, Leicester, but Nottingham. No, you got to choose one, man. No, I'm not having that. What do you mean? I've got to choose one. Why? So you, uh, you were Wolves yeah. boy? Yeah. Well, I'm originally Wolverhampton. I came oh, here. Oh, you were Nottingham boy. Listen, I, I, came, I, I, I came here on the day to Nottingham, sorry. I came here the day Tupac died. Mental. I, I was, we were driving down the motorway. I came here to study. We studied the same course, me and you, but at different times. Yes. So I came in, yes, like, yes, we did. in, in September 1996. And I remember driving down and hearing Tupac died. And I'm like, what? Tupac's dead. Yeah. Um, but when I got to Nottingham, I don't know. Okay. So the original, original reason why I came to Nottingham was... I heard that there were <laughs> five girls to one guy, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I've, I don't I've know how true that. that rumor is, but you know, but the student life here was wicked. I think it still is, you know. No, it. Yeah, I mean, for me as a DJ, as an MC, I've done some incredible nights with some incredible DJs and other performers, and not in them. For me, I like London. Been to Fabric, done all that. But for me, going out in Nottingham was, yeah, its highlight was really good. You, you know, but I remember back in the day, going to the bomb, oh. beetroot, oh. double bubble, <laughs> even like Cuba Libra. Cuba Libra was special. Cuba Libra blueprint. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Nottingham nightlife was amazing back in the day. I, I haven't been out for a while, but I hear it still is amazing for the youth them today. Um, but when I came to Nottingham, I tell you what, make convince me. I remember we were looking for apartments. It was about a week before I was going to start um, yeah. start studying here, and I still hadn't made up my mind. Do I definitely want to come all the way to Nottingham from Wolverhampton? And uh, I remember driving down Gregory Boulevard. I didn't know it was called Gregory Boulevard there, and I saw the forest and the lights. I don't know, I think I kind of fell in love with Nottingham at that point. I just thought, yeah, I'm, I'm staying here. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, for me, it's just, I've, I've had some really good times, met some incredible people just living here. So, um, yeah, where was I? <laughs> 19, met you, 20s. Um, and then, yeah, from there, yeah, our first meet would have been Roots and Boots. Roots and Boots, that was an amazing play. That was fun times, good times, man. Good times. Very good times. Funny. I, I've got the I've got the VHS of that, you know. I have somewhere. Yeah. I've got all everything that I've ever done and that was ever recorded, I have got somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I keep that. Yeah. Much, so. Okay then. So um your favourite project that you've ever done? Ooh, um what uh, Hang on, hang, hold, hold, wait. <laughs> Are we talking arts project, performance arts project? Are we talking music project? What? Uh, there, there's uh, a lot. Uh, anything to do, I mean, we're both from the arts, you know. So back in the, my day, I used to dance and act. Those were my two fortes. You did everything okay. dance, act, DJ, rap, chef. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say the first trip to Glastonbury. Oh, okay. For me. Was I there? Yes, yeah. you were. You and Steve were there. Yeah. Uh, Matt was there. Uh, Spandex. Yeah. Um, no, for me, that was, that was amazing. Glastonbury was just different, isn't it? I'd, I'd love to, love to go back there. I mean, if anyone that's never been, I, you know, 
Don't worry about the mud and don't worry about that. Yeah, that that that's yeah, that 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 don't worry about that. I mean like, I was concerned that I was gonna be the only brother there, but there's people from all walks of life. There's so much in fact there's so much to see that you're not gonna see everything. No, uh, if you limit yourself to just getting a bit mash up and lean up, you're not gonna see anything, you're gonna miss everything. Uh it, it's best to stay level headed and yeah, just experience everything, man. The food, the, the conversations you'll have with people, some of the arts you'll see, the music. I, I remember being at the pyramid stage. I don't know who I was watching. Probably Travis or something like that. You know, is it Tra- <laughs> why does it always rain? Yeah, oh, watching that. And as, <laughs> as I'm there, just watching it, yeah. One brother's walking through and he's going, weed, ganja, <laughs> Sense Amelia is just selling just weed, ganja. Anybody weed? Uh, <laughs> funny times, man. Funny times. Funny no, times. it was good for me. I mean, I've done a lot of things like some of the performances that I've been in um, and been a part of. I've really enjoyed, but I think my favorite performing time would have been Glastonbury, the very first time that I went there. Yeah, because um, I. Didn't ever think I was gonna get there. Yeah, we went twice. Didn't we? Yeah. Well, I went three no, times. I, I went, went twice. Yeah, I went once. I went in the two the year two thousand one. Yeah, year. we yeah. we went together. Yeah, we did the Manchester Independent Music thing. Yeah, together. that's right. Yeah, um, and then I went again with Spandex and Francis. Um, I I went with them. Um, he's passed away now. Do you remember Patrick, the guy that did the slow, the French yeah, guy, slow emotion? He was better. really good, wasn't he? I don't know if you guys in in Nottingham remember. There was this guy that would do this. It was called Rev Demarge, and he did this kind of slow motion body popping robotic dancing. And he 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 hired me as a dancer for about a year, and uh, we did that in Glastonbury. And I don't think anyone's got any videos. Phone, mobile phones weren't really no, popular. It wasn't when, yeah, yeah, it wasn't at a time when. People were filming a lot of stuff, were they? I mean, I remember seeing you lot in town doing some stuff. There's hundreds of people watching us. Just, I was just stood back like, whoa, that stuff's like <laughs> cool as hell. I can't do it. That That's like your dancing. No, you as a dancer, when I met you and you were like fully on your dancing. Mate, I can't match that. I'm not a dancer. I can dance. I don't like choreographers dancing yeah <laughs> yo freestyle you i can't even compare to you freestyle i remember in the bomb with you once <laughs> oh my gosh you had the whole bomb watching you at the nightclub you were just going mental with your whatever would listen it was wicked man but yeah i mean you as a dancer i've seen you do some like again performing at glastonbury the dances that there was you and there was three girls and yeah some of that those moves and then there was you when you was dancing in Njoke Njoke? Njoke yeah with yeah. Anika yeah, yeah yeah that was that yeah you, yeah there's been some interesting times when I watched you dance yeah. oh man back in the days back in the I, I don't really I don't know maybe because I don't work in Nottingham anymore so I don't really see much community style performance out there anymore again it's still around but I think that the younger generation aren't really on that. Mm. Um, I think social media has got a lot to definitely to play in that. That um, the the whole I think what is it, fifteen to thirty seconds? Most people's attention <laughs> that's a shame man. will last. So videos are really short now. Yeah. You know, if you if you're able to watch a video that is twenty minutes long, thirty minutes long. Pat yourself on the back. Because <laughs> yeah. most people can only watch things that are 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 30 seconds at the most. And then they're flicking to something else. So I'm hoping people have got the attention span to listen to, to this show. Hey, there's Buster. Did you hear him? Yeah. What, Buster? <laughs> All right. right. Yes. Yeah. You say it. Damn Jamaican in the yard. <laughs> it's not. You're crazy. No, your dog's racist, man. No, he's not racist. How can he be? Um, yeah, okay. What? <laughs> you don't like Jamaican. You don't like this Jamaican anyway. Well, no, I think I think that's just you. You know what? I'll tell you what. I, I do have a little fear of dogs, you know, because when I was a, when I was about eight, I got bit on my mouth 
by a dog. I got, yeah. Listen, there was this dog here. And it was my own fault still because like, I'd be walking down the alley yeah. and this dog would be like jumping at the fence. Oh, there was two dogs and all I'd ever see was their noses as they were jumping over, like, up on this fence. <laughs> so I, I got bold in it and I'm like, yeah, like sticking my fingers up going, ah, you can't catch me. Listen, one time I'm walking down that alleyway, yeah, these dogs that I thought would never get over the fence. Jumping at the fence. Two twos. Don't they jump over? So I run, I'm running back home. I don't live far, I live about 100 meters away. I'm running and the dogs are catching me. So I start climbing the lamp lamppost, Louis. <laughs> I was wicked at climbing the lamp. I climbed up the lamppost, yeah. And the dogs were just sitting there waiting for me. And my hands start getting sweaty. Damn. And I start slipping down the lamppost. That's not good. And the dog jumped and bit me on my mouth. I think he was playing because I think if he wants to savage me, he would have savaged me, but he yeah. meant to me on my mouth. I mean, most people that don't like dogs and have got a fear of dogs have had an experience at some point in their life where a dog has probably been trying to play but has run at them and it's freaked them out. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So I've, I think I've just had that. I've only ever had a dog once in my life and I had a golden Labrador and I got nicked <laughs> back in the day yeah yeah i mean dog theft is a very serious thing people yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be careful with what kind of dog you've got i know i know the, the people are making money it's a big market out there at the moment very big market yeah very big market in in uh, particular dogs okay so Louis, i wanted to ask you a question okay. I, wanted, I wanted to come with a topic because each week i'm gonna come with a different topic different question and uh... a couple anyway I, I was watching the news this week i was talking to another parent my son plays basketball and i was talking to one of the other parents of the uh basketballers yeah and we were talking about kind of letting our kids out and you know i was saying that i don't really let my son out too much you know i let him go to the cinema every now and then with his friends or but i don't let him walk street and one of the reasons why is because i, I don't know if you heard there's been a couple of things that have happened. Um, not just with the youth then, because I don't know, the world seems a bit chaotic at the moment. Man. Very like, chaotic. Like, I saw on the news, this girl in Liverpool, did you hear about it? 12-year-old girl, she went to the Liverpool lights, which is none. And somebody you stabbed her and killed her, you know. And I'm just thinking to myself, what's going on? What's happening, man? You know. I mean, for me, <clears throat> uh, my kids are quite older now. Um, but yeah, I've got nephews and nieces and younger members of my family. Again, it's it's scary. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from that fact that it is quite dangerous out there. I want in certain areas. I mean, what was you going to say? I was going to say, you know, like during the lockdown. Yeah. The first lockdown. Mm -hmm. And my son was talking about, oh, I can't wait till it ends. I can hang out on the park with my friends. I was like, nope. No, you can't. And he's like, why? So I explained why, you know, I said, you know, you're going to be too busy. You've got basketball, you got this, you got that. You're going to be too busy to hang out. And he was like, but dad, you used to hang out on the park. And yeah, I was like, when we, in the 90s, in the 80s, in the 70s, completely different. Uh, listen. There were still people about that were questionable and did very, very dodgy things. I can't think, I don't know about you, but I can't think of a you that I knew that got stabbed up or no, anything like that. Th that's what I'm saying. Adult stuff. Yeah. There were people doing stuff. There yeah, yeah. People, you know, kidnapping kids and molestation and all that kind of stuff. That stuff was going on. But kids, very rare that a kid would, they would just fight. That fight. <laughs> and then probably just like everything would be cool after. Well, they might not talk for a week. Yeah. And then, yeah, they'd be fine. So, like, when I started working in Nottingham as well, the, this was like the early 2000s now mm -hmm. you know nottingham had that reputation um unfortunately the the the, the event happened at, uh where the young girl got stabbed at not stabbed shot actually after 
the Goose Bear incident. Yeah, I remember um, that. Nottingham was well known as Shottingham. Shottingham yeah. Um, and then there was the, the area of rivalries. Um, so the Radford and the Meadows. Radford, Saint Meadows, St. Anne's, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what's, what's your take on that? What? Well, I mean, again, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a very touchy, touchy subject, isn't it? Because people died mm. over disputes and it kind of started over something really silly, like a bike being stolen. I heard that, like, some of that rivalry started way back from the 1950s. Well, well you know? yeah. I mean, again, it's an old and ongoing thing my dad has told me about that. Yeah. My dad, when he first came to Nottingham, was from the Meadows, my mum's from Radford. So, yeah, there was a rivalry. Um, but for me, my experience of that was I had family on both sides. Yeah, so what, did you ever have a problem going, walking no, in one area or no, walking in another? No, but there was a situation where people in the meadows wanted me to go and do something to people in Radford, and I was like, that can't happen. Mm. And from there, I kind of took myself out of that kind of equation. Mm. And I think and that's when I started going down my path towards performance arts and yeah. various other things. Yeah, okay. it, was like, it was crazy. It's like, how? What? No way. And no you, way. you know, the thing is, it's like, we don't own too much in different areas. <laughs> we don't, we don't own, when I say we, as we, a, yeah, as as a community, as, as a black community, yeah. we don't own nothing. So the sense why what you find over yeah Cold rock yeah government concrete postcode and that mentality is what's going on today that mentality really was from the state like as growing up when we were when we were teens we saw that mentality within yeah. the state the crips and the bloods yeah and, i mean you know it's, it's, there's there's rivalries all over the world you go to brazil yeah <laughs> check out the gangs there and then yeah you go to new york you go to la there's gangs all over. Mm. So gang culture, I think, again, this is media pushing it mm. and being at allowing it to be pushed. Mm. I mean, if they didn't want it, it wouldn't it just wouldn't be there. Yeah. They'd, they'd just they'd just stop it. If it was something that they didn't want people to see, it wouldn't be there. And you know what? Like media has become even more influential. You know, I mean, back in the day, you had the black on black crime thing. Yeah. And it was just seen as normal black on black crime. And the way media pushed things, it's like, like I was, I was thinking the other day. So it's, it's now December, it's December 2021. And we're um, just come out of the, the Black Friday thing. Yeah. But yeah. if you do your research. Do your research. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, so so my, my son came home and said, you know, Dad, I did some research and like um, that Black Friday thing, it was like Thanksgiving and every Thanksgiving on that Friday, the slave masters would come and sell the slaves at a discount price, hence the name Black Friday. Okay. So I'm thinking, what other race of people would that, something like that still be? You wouldn't get that with like, the Jews that suffered in, in World the War Holocaust, II. You know, no. Holocaust, you no. know. Holocaust mean? Friday. But yet, gosh, that's terrible. But, but yet, we still... Allow them to carry on calling that particular date in the calendar Black Friday when we know what it's about. Well, mo a lot of people don't know what it's about. That's, that's the thing. They don't know what it's about. You know what? Black Friday to me was only like... Um, it was an American thing. It was an American thing, but it only became popular about three or four years ago in, yeah. in the UK, innit? People, people running out to buy stuff that they don't need. I know, the Thinking. trainers. Remember, was it in Birmingham, the trainers? Yeah, people, people did it again. In the shop and kicking in the shop door, beating each other up. Just, again, doing stuff for stuff that you don't, don't particularly need. You Boy. think you need it, because media's pushing it in your face. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't man. need it. You don't need it. I don't know. I don't know about it. So I, I won't be celebrating any Black Friday. I won't be, you know, if I get something at a discount, I'm getting it at a discount. I'm not getting it at a discount because it's Black Friday. No. You know, I'm not no. going out, you know, to look for things on Black. I don't even know when Black Friday is, to be honest. And I don't know why we take on American Thanksgiving culture. Even Thanksgiving is 
Sometimes we as black people, we are so concerned with what other races think of us, probably more so than what we think of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're yeah. To, yeah. To, I could, I could and, get with that. And, and I think maybe, and this is where the people who are not of colour might disagree with me, but I don't care, to be honest. <laughs> maybe if we focused more on what we think of ourselves rather than trying to convince pe- convince people who don't really care or like us, you know, maybe that we, we're okay or yeah. that we are this or that we are that. Maybe we progress as, as a, a race. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I get yeah. that fully. That's not, yeah, that's not off the cuff for me. That's, that's a very real thing. I mean, again, we are big consumers as the black race mm. but we consume a lot of products that we don't make i know <laughs> i know we yeah i mean if you look at other races uh they back each other mm-hmm. they back their communities we don't back our communities there's a lot of black shops that have gone under people are trying i've, I've seen yeah, people it's trying better. i've seen some like kind of some sites like um you know like buy black products on this day I can't yeah. exactly I mean it's get like I say it's getting better it's yeah. getting better but there needs to be a big push in that because people will go to an Asian owned hair shop mm. for black products I know but there's a black shop yeah down the road that sells that but it sells the exact same thing but they, they will just opt in for this mega store that this this Indian guy and it's, there's no it's not I'm not trying to get on a race bait or it's capitalism is capitalism isn't it you know it is. people sell what they want to sell still but. but if we backed our own community and kind of spent our own money within our community it would help yeah rather than we don't keep our money in our community more than what five hours or no, something no, like no. that whereas like the Asian man will a month yeah a year yeah you know what I mean and they turn that over and they make money in their communities <gasps> yes Buster why, why that that could be you know that mentality from way back when we were when our ancestors were held as slaves you know and that get, I mean I'm getting political now but that brings me to a, a, another topic of reparations you know when well again yeah that's a very deep hole to go down isn't it barbados this week became independent from the uk they became 
estate themselves. They've got a president now. The queen is no longer the head of state. Rihanna is. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rihanna's the, head of state. No, nah, no, nah, she's not head of state. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they've become independent now. So, yeah, I heard and, that. And some people don't like that. You know, and Prince Charles was over there still and uh, handed Barbados back to the Barbadians. Um, and, you know, I hope Jamaica follows suit and the other I mean, we know as, you know, as as black men, there's a lot of shady dealings when it comes to the, the Caribbean. Yeah. And what Britain owns from colonialism. Yeah. And various shady deals. Yeah. So, again, when people get their independence, it's a good thing. It's not bad. I saw a brother there that, like, he was angry that Prince Charles was there. And he was like, listen... They need to apologize. Prince Charles and the royal family need to apologize. One, yeah. They need to give us back our things, them jewelry and that that they got in the palace. <laughs> and they need to pay us back. Well, again, this hey, these are big questions and big. These are big conversations. It's good. It's good. These can be brought into other 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 podcasts. I, I, Definitely. I don't know what reparations would look like, but I heard Ice Cube say something. Oh, they couldn't pay us back. That's the problem. That's why it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Wow. It can't happen. It can't. They can't afford to pay us back. Ice Cube said that... Um, they can't afford to pay us back. That, what did he say? He said that people of colour shouldn't pay tax. That would be the reparation. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, yeah. Or people... Whose ancestry comes from slavery? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't no, pay tax. Yeah. I mean, really and truthfully, there should be some form of reparation. There should be something that the lineage and ancestry of slaves should get. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that will happen in mine and your lifetime, though? Probably not. Uh, Probably not in mine or your lifetime. And then I don't think it will actually ever happen. Okay. So here's my next question, Mr. H. A bit more lighter. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to ask you. Okay. Earlier on, I, I was um, I nearly swore. Yeah. And I know you're making a conscious effort not to swear. Yes. And you know, I'm trying. I'm not doing as well <laughs> sometimes, especially when someone cuts me up when I'm driving. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, but swearing. Is it necessary? No. <laughs> Isn't I mean, it? No. Um, we do it because it's easy. Um, we also do it because it's a way we've learned to express ourselves. Um, but I really don't think swearing is necessary. Yeah, but what about when someone just like totally... Well, you could find a better word. You could. That's the, all that swearing is, is because they are easy words to throw out. And we know people take offence at people when they're sworn. Yeah, but sometimes you don't even swear <laughs> to cause offence. Like, sometimes... You swear because you're angry. Yeah, but sometimes you don't even swear because you're, like... Someone's like, cut you up in the traffic. Sometimes it feels good as well when you swear. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a release, you know. But I feel, for me... And this is me. I just feel that we are more intelligent, and swearing is quite a low end thing. It is. It, <laughs> we are more intelligent than that, and we can find better words in the English language that would co probably cause more offence than the F word or an S or C word. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that, and you're right. But sometimes, like, I'm going to swear now, so you have to excuse me. I know you don't. But sometimes there are real dickheads in the world, <laughs> and there's no better word to describe them, you know, because <laughs> sometimes people can be dickheads, you know. Yeah. Myself included sometimes, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, listen... I, like I say, I'm making a conscious effort to not to swear. Yeah. But I do still swear. Especially when I'm on my bike and I've been caught up and someone's got very close and done something really dangerous. Yeah. I'll bang on your window, call you the C word, 
The C word. I don't use that word. Dropping F. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. <laughs> yeah. So my swearing normally comes out when I'm annoyed. Yeah. And if I'm, I suppose, in the company of people that swear a lot, I might get a bit loose. Yeah. So if I'm gaming, say. Yeah. Um, and I'm in a party with a bunch of people and they're dropping words, I might slip and drop in and go, oh, and then I'll recorrect myself. I, I, I work with kids, yeah, <laughs> what we both do, but I work with young people in the school and uh, the other day, just, I can't remember what happened, but I went, oh, shh. And then I remembered where I was and, and the student looked at me and, and I was like, ah, and he goes, oh, I thought, well, man, everyone swears. Why, why are you getting all prang about it? Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, we both work with kids. I don't think in the whole... It's not something I do, just uh, let me just say, it's not something I do often. I am I am professional most of the time, but that one just slipped out. Yeah, you know? I'm just thinking, no, the times that I've been working, um, teaching the cycling, like nine years, I don't think I've ever swore. I don't think I've ever got angry. Yeah. I'm, when I'm working with kids, I tend not to swear or get angry. Me too. Me too. You I try. I, mean? I try. Yeah. Um, but yeah, swearing, swearing. Yeah. I'm not going to not talk to someone because they swear. Okay. It's, it's, but I, as a person and a human being, I'm just trying not to swear. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we're, we're coming up to the end of the show now. Yes. And uh, it's been a pleasure, Mr. H, our, our first show. I came up to you a few months ago and said, you know what? I've been listening to some podcasts, you know, and I, I want to make a podcast. Well, I was saying to so Knox, um, the guy I work with like in the studio um, and other people, I was just saying, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I mentioned it to you and yeah. you mentioned it to me. Yeah. I, I mentioned it to you before and that was a while ago. Yeah. And you came back. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we should do the podcast. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We should do it. And uh, there's so many people. I mean, we were just talking before we did the show about the people who are hopefully going to come on the show and yeah. um, some people who who we'd like to interview and talk. Not even interview, I don't it's conversation. No, it's more of a laid-back conversation. Yeah. I mean, you may steer a couple of questions. Oh, definitely, because I want to find out, you know, even some of the people that we know well, or even some of the people that we don't, I want to find out their backstories, yeah. you know, what it was yeah. with them and, you know, and there's some, there's, there's, we've been working with young people for a long time and there's some young people who are now young so men definitely that are doing their on. thing. Yeah, Amari. I heard an interview with him on Kemet FM um, last week. Yeah. And I've never <laughs> met him. I don't think I've met him. Have you not? No, but I definitely like to. I mean, he's, he's boxing. He's a rapper. He's got a book and his book's doing really yeah, well. Yeah. Listen, you know, as someone I've worked with, um, we've worked with all sorts of kids yeah. over the years. Um, some of them have gone on to do some amazing stuff. And yeah. it's, it makes you proud, doesn't it? It's yeah, like, definitely. You're like, you're definitely. Like, yeah. yeah. But out of all the kids I ever work with, yeah, I just have to take my hat off to that young man. Yeah. He's, he's Respect. Just amazed yeah. at what he's done and what he's achieved and what he's going to do and what he's going to achieve. And, and Nuts has always been a place where talent talents come out, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I remember Jar Digger. I know it was Jordan, but Jar Digger, yeah. you know, he's doing amazing things and always has, even from when he was a youth. Yeah, and yeah, he's a, yeah. a big, to me, I always feel like he's a youth because I remember him as a 14 year old that, that came to build. We're and, getting you know, old. Yeah. That's what it is. I know. <laughs> There's a Kieran helping kids achieve. He's done amazing things. He's got that award from the BBC, you know, amazing. Um, some old friends, Marsha. Yeah, yeah. Marcia, we'll get Marsha on. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk to. We'll have people like Midnight. Oh man, I'd love to see Midnight on yeah. One of my favorite. He, he just got that. I know. For me, Naz was my favorite rapper growing up. I actually I, did to say that to him on Instagram the other day. He put up a, a post yeah. of him rapping something. Yeah, I said you are still my favorite rapper. <laughs> you know what? He has that presence. His storytelling. I just love him. I, for those amazing, of you that don't know Midnight, I thought the guy was going to be, and he still is though, I thought he was going to be a big superstar because his lyrical content. Well, again, not this is me speculating from how I know him, the industry put him on. Yeah. From how I know him, 
I believe the industry kind of put him on. It'd be interesting to find out about yeah. his story because he did the whole one extra thing and yeah, people were... I mean, yeah, he had a lot of lot of stuff out on some records. Yeah, I've got all of that. Yeah, I mean, I've had him in my lab before. We've we've had freestyle sessions from back in the day, like when we lived on well, when I lived on Beach Ave. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, the green room. If I bring up the green room to him, he will laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've even got some tapes somewhere. I will tell you who else I'd like to like to speak to. I'd like to speak to Stickman and his son. Is it Juggernaut? Yeah. I don't okay. know Juggernaut. I know Stickman yeah. very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's yeah Juggernaut and Capo. Yeah. So, do you know Juggernaut? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good chef as well. Is he? Yeah. I know he could cook. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I yeah, know yeah. Chef Jugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Stickman's an interesting person. Yeah, definitely. Poet is is just. He was a big influence on my performance arts. Yeah. He helped us as a young company. Um, so when I was in the company with Leah. Yeah. And some others, um, he gave us some really good pointers. Yeah, it's, um, I've I, I've loved performing in the past with Stickman. Yeah. You know, and uh, done some performances with him as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've got some hopefully interesting people would do our very best to get them get them on the pod and uh have a chat have yeah. a discussion have some therapy with them yeah sit down have a chat yeah and uh just promote knots because knots is a it's a vibrant city it's a very cool place yeah yeah so uh nice to hear you all we'll be back soon yes once more talking chewing the fat as we say on uh good night tati bye yeah. god bless and uh not what you think not what you think <laughs> <laughs>